You're listening to the Vadi Longmuir Podcast, episode number 77. Welcome to the Vadi Longmuir Podcast. This weekly show offers a fresh take on the elusive work-life balance, so you can finally stop feeling like you're failing at both. I share the concepts and strategies I've taught hundreds of ambitious but busy women over the years as a life and business coach to create less chaos and stress and more calm and fun so you can take your life from good to great starting now. Hey guys, it's Fatty here. Welcome to this week's podcast. I hope you guys have had a beautiful week. And for those of you who are celebrating Easter, I hope you have a beautiful Easter weekend planned ahead. Um, As I've mentioned before, and if you guys follow me on Instagram, you will probably be able to follow along in my adventures um, over the next week. But I am taking a week off. Um, I'm taking the Easter weekend off and I'm taking the week after that off from work. And I've mentioned this in previous episodes. Um, I mentioned it when I decided to take the most of the month of January off to be with my kids um, and when they were on school holidays um, and to to do some travel here in Australia. And so I've decided to give myself another week off. Um, And what is so great about the work that I do and what I share here on the podcast with you guys is that I am doing this work right alongside you. So when it comes to managing my thoughts around taking time off, it does not come naturally to me. (laughs) Now, I know a lot of people might think that I have a lot of time off. There are other people who may think that I don't have enough time off. And it's so fascinating, right? Because it's all about how we choose to think about time and what we're making that mean you know, so so I decided to take a week off, which has meant that this week in work has been a full week. So I naturally had some clients coming up to the end of our term, and I had new clients starting um, in the middle of April. So it was a natural time for me to be able to take a break um, and, and pause with the clients who would be potentially working through that time. Um, a lot of my clients are taking Easter off as well um, as their businesses are closed over the, the Easter weekend and they're deciding to take an extra couple of days. But one of the things that was getting me caught up in so much thought drama was the fact that I wouldn't be able to deliver my class for my group coaching, the Good to Great sessions, live on this particular week. You know, so the Good to Great sessions goes for 16 weeks and we have 16 sessions, one every single week. I got myself caught up in so much drama about what it was going to mean for me to not do that session live. All right. And so I actually had to have a session with my own coach around this to be like, let's work out some of the thoughts that's going on here. So I was telling myself that people were going to be annoyed. They were going to be pissed off. People were going to be angry with me because there wasn't a live session for them. But I just decided to be really vulnerable and transparent and honest about this time off that I was having. And I've actually spoken to my group, my coaching group, about it and said that, you know, this is this is work that I'm having to do myself as well to make sure that I am not just teaching this stuff, but I'm actually walking the walk as well. And I'm honoring my free time as much as I am my, my work commitments and my commitments to my clients. 
And so I decided that there actually was just a really easy fix for this. So after the live session this week, I recorded the next session um, and that will go out next week. So for anyone who wants to take the session at any point next week, it is already available to them. They can go ahead and take it. And then we will be back to live sessions the following week when I'm back at the desk um, after my week off. So it seems like a small trivial thing, but I just wanted to share that with you guys because I think that we can often look at other people and think, oh, they've got it all worked out. Like it's easy for them to take time off, but it is not always the case. I teach this stuff every single day to my clients and it still trips me up from time to time. I still have a lot of old shitty beliefs and thoughts about time, about work, about taking time off, about having downtime. I'm really committed to be able to create the life that I want, to create the business that I want now, not a year or five years or 10 years or 50 years down the track. I want to live that life right now every single day. And yes, I've got big goals set for myself, both personally and professionally, and I want to work towards them, but not at the cost of being able to enjoy my life now. So I just wanted to share that with you guys if anyone else is having any kind of drama over taking time off, taking holidays, it is completely natural um, in this along with you. And so I wanted to really kind of piggyback off the back of that idea today and talk about this concept I have that I call cyclical progress. So one of my clients at the moment has this really big revenue goal in her business. So she wants to increase sales and she wants to increase profit in her business over the next 12 months. And so we're now three months in, we're at the end of quarter one, and some months she's hit her target, but this last month she wasn't quite where she'd hoped to be by this point. So month one and month two were really great. Month three was a little less than what month two was, all right? So she'd had this progress from one to two, and then from two to three, there's been a bit of an ebb rather than a flow, shall we say, in this month, all right? And so we talked about this in a session, and I think it's just really important that we kind of all are able to see where this plays out in our life because using business and sales is a really great tangible way to to show this but I can see where this happens in my life as well both in my business and personally as well so it's this idea that we have this expectation that progress will be this linear thing yeah that every week every month will be slightly better than the one before Yeah, and that's what progress is. We get slightly better. So for those of you who have your own businesses, month by month, we should be making a little bit more. Yeah, so we should be making a bit more sales. We should be making some more profit. And every month should be better than the last one. And if this month isn't as good as the last one, then we feel like we've failed. Yeah, but here's what I want you guys to think about. I want you to think about your goals, those longer term goals as being cyclical in nature and not being so linear, yeah? We need to embrace those natural ebbs and flows, those peaks and troughs. And so for my client, when we actually looked at it, there were reasons why her sales and why her revenue was down for the third month because we'd put some new systems in place. 
Yeah, so it wasn't that things were going backwards, it's that we had to kind of pause to put some systems in place to allow more progression, more deliberate progression that is more intentional, you know, and it's not just about working harder to earn more. And this is this idea that we're, we're fed, right? That we, in order to make more each month, we need to work with more clients, we need to sell more products, we need to sell more units, we need to work more hours. You know, it's this idea that the harder we work, the better the reward, right? But from an energetic point of view, that is not always the case. There are these natural ebbs and flows, all right? So with this particular client, we revisited where we want to be by the end of 2021. Like, what is that big goal for her? So for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, and for those of you who have coached with me or who have been part of my program, you'll know that I work with this concept of a 90-day goal. So we work through a process that we set and achieve a goal every single 90 days. So for this particular one-on-one client, we've taken her yearly goal at the end of 2021 and broken it down into four quarterly goals. Okay, so when we actually looked at it, we could see that even though the month of March, the third month, was less than February, that, you know, on the spreadsheet, it looked like it was a dip, it wasn't an increase, we'd still hit the goal for quarter one, all right? So we aren't actually behind. We aren't actually falling backwards. We're still making progress, but we're allowing for those natural ebbs and flows to happen within there. And the same will happen over the course of the year, yeah? There may be one quarter that's slightly less than the quarter before it, all right? But the idea is that we're moving towards that longer term goal, okay? That one that's that's more of the umbrella goal as opposed to being so caught up in exactly what's happening in front of us right now. Yes, we have to take action on a daily and a weekly basis in order to move us closer to those goals we've defined for ourselves. That's 100% true. But we also have to allow for those natural ebbs and flows. A way that I love to look at this is when I think about the idea of losing weight or getting fitter or stronger. When we look at this through the lens of, of health and well-being, over the course of a month, particularly for us females, our weight will ebb and flow over the course of the month, all right? So even if we are doing exactly the same exercise and eating exactly the same meal plan, our weight will be different at different points in the month, right? For a variety of different reasons, but there are always different factors affecting that. But just over the natural course of looking to lose weight, there are ebbs and flows within that. There are times where we may lose a lot of weight in the space of a week and then there are other weeks where we may plateau and we'll stay where we are, all right? And it's about making those tweaks and making those changes in order to achieve the overarching goal, not those individual goals on a daily basis. And that's what can have us feeling really overwhelmed and chaotic and and out of control is when we you know, in the case of losing weight, step on the scales every morning and we see that we are half a kilo heavier than we were yesterday, all right? This is something that happens to me all of the time. But we get to decide what we make that mean, all right? Are we gonna define ourselves by that reading on that day? Or are we gonna define ourselves by that longer term goal that we're working towards? 
by not getting caught up in what's right in front of us at the moment, but rather being in the energy of the person who's achieved the longer term goal and who knows there's inevitably going to be those different variations along the way. We have this idea that the progress should be so linear. And I'm sure we've all seen the meme that's done the rounds online that shows this graph that says, you know, what we expect success to look like and what it looks like in reality. And the way we expect it is to be this beautiful, natural, you know, diagonal line. It's just this straight line or these like, you know, even steps all the way from where we are to where we want to be. But really the line that represents how it actually is, is this like squiggly, scribbly mess from where we are to where we want to be. Okay, and we need to embrace that in all areas of our life, like allow it to be a little bit messy. We think we want that end result and we want the quickest route to it. But what we actually want is the journey towards that. That's actually where we're living our life. The reason that we want the result, the reason my, why my client wants the result at the end of 2021, the reason that people want to lose weight or to get stronger or fitter is because of how they imagine they'll feel when they get to that place. It's not actually the thing we're after, but it's the feeling, it's the emotion that we desire. And we can cultivate that emotion all the way along the way towards the goal. It doesn't mean that the goal isn't important. I think goals are beautiful things that give us this really clear and intentional indication of what we want to create in our life, how we want to show up, who we want to become in our life. But unless we're having the, the feeling of success, the feeling of joyfulness, the feeling of fun along the way, we're not going to experience those things when we get there. In this example with my client, I reminded her of that concept that we often need to slow down in order to speed up. We often need to pause things in order to clear that space and set the intention before we start taking action again. So progress is a cyclical thing. It's not linear. We can't expect it to be the smooth line from where we are today to where we want to be. If we can embrace the full human experience of evolving, of growing, of becoming that next version of ourselves, we allow for those natural ebbs and flows. We allow for times where we have more energy, where we have more enthusiasm. And we also allow for times where we need to pull back and have more downtime, time to reflect. And that's what's really beautiful about working with clients over a longer period of time like this. We get to really press pause and see what is that overarching goal? Are we still aligned with that? How do we imagine we'll feel when we reach there? And we get to make these check-ins to make sure that this is actually still aligned with where we wanna go. So where can you embrace this cyclical process in your life or in your business? Maybe it is a goal to increase your revenue in your business. Or maybe it is a goal to become stronger, or maybe it's a goal to travel more, or to move house, or to build a house. Whatever the goal is, it doesn't actually matter. But where can you embrace the natural ebbs and flows of this? I know this comes up for me all of the time, especially in business. I am definitely someone who also has this expectation of things 
being this kind of step-by-step easy process you know and as I said I'm doing this work right alongside you alongside you guys I am not immune to these unhelpful old habits of thought that my brain likes to offer me from time to time um but for me personally for the year of 2021 my business goal in my own business is for me to increase my revenue marginally but really the goal is to do that and maintain that in less time all right so At the start of the year, I could easily have set some big lofty goal around doubling or tripling my revenue, whatever those, you know, business goals that were fed that we should want to do. All right. But for me, that didn't feel aligned with where I was at in my business. What felt really rich and really delicious for me was for me to maintain and increase marginally, but to do it in a way that was more simple to do it with more ease and more joy and more elegance. So it was about saying no to a lot of things rather than saying yes. It was about getting really intentional with how I was spending my time. So the goal is for me to increase my revenue marginally, but it's for me to do it in the space of three days. I want my working week to be Tuesday to Thursday for the most part. And I want to be able to serve my clients in a deeper, more intimate way rather than doing what I think it needs I need to do in order to increase my business, you know, 2x or 5x or 10x, all right? That just wasn't aligned for me at the moment. And it's not to say if that is your business goal, then that's that's not correct, quote unquote, or you should have a more a more worthy goal than that. Absolutely your goal can be to 10x your business, but get really curious about why you want that particular goal for yourself. And do you expect it to be this step-by-step increase along the way? Or are you willing to embrace the humanness of it, the natural ebbs and flows of it, the natural peaks and troughs, the moments where you're going to feel really excited and the moments that you're going to feel like you're questioning things? Like, this doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong. It means that we are just humans with human brains and this is going to happen, especially as we're working towards a new goal. These new goals that we set for ourselves, both professionally and personally, ask us to become new versions of ourselves. And we can't expect that to be a smooth, linear process, right? When we look back at previous versions of ourselves, say from two years ago or five years ago or 10 years ago, I'm pretty sure when we look back, it wasn't a smooth path to where we are today. I know for me, it certainly was not. But would I change anything that happened? Of course I wouldn't because all of that led to where I am today. So when I can look to my past and see that's how it was meant to be, then I can borrow that from my past and apply it to my future and know that when I'm at the place of having achieved that goal, I can look back and I can appreciate and embrace the messiness of it. And I don't say messy as it being chaotic and hectic. I mean, messy as in it not being this step-by-step process of what we want about being the variety and the nuance of it and embracing the fact that there will be times where we pull back slightly, where we slow down, but it's with the overall goal of achieving that goal that we've set ourselves in the longer term. 
It's about looking for the long-term gratification that we have decided ahead of time, that we've planned for and chosen intentionally, rather than looking for the quick fix of the immediate gratification of seeing, you know, the sales go up and up and up every single month, you know? So it's embracing the the nature of of being human in business and in life and allowing it to be messy where it needs to be so where can you embrace this in your life where can you embrace this idea of cyclical progress yeah where can you embrace the idea of having to slow down in order to achieve those longer term goals that's all for this week guys if you enjoyed this episode i'd super appreciate if you could leave a quick review over on itunes it really does help other people find the podcast too also if you're listening on your phone take a quick screen grab of this episode and share it on your insta story and don't forget to tag me i'm at very longmuir thanks as always for listening do the small things and i'll talk to you next week